are good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Here we go. Clear that throat. <laughs> Clear my throat before we start hour number two. Hour two of the show. Coming to you from the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. I'm Matt. Beaver is here. Thanks for tuning in. We got the whole gang, and you can be a part of it. And I hope you will be. Staying connected to you because of Seaspire, the number one network in Mississippi. Seaspire. Customer inspired. Check them out at cspire.com. David is in on the Murray West live thread on Facebook here to start hour two. Gave us a Hail State. He's watching on Facebook. Hey, David. Hail State back at you. Jimmy said, Doesn't Jake do the radio call for Brandon High School on the radio? He, in fact, does. The one, the only Jake Wimberly. Uh, he, he calls the Brandon Games on the radio. So he would be have a first hand account of their 18 point win at Oak Grove. And on that note, I got a text here from Bulldog Blitz on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It is the best sausage, hands down, in my opinion. Bulldog Blitz says, Brandon started the game off with a flea flicker for a 70-yard touchdown and followed it up with an onside kick recovery. We're up 17 to nothing halfway through the first quarter. And then there's your ball game, right? Like all the momentum on one side totally changes how you have to call things on the Oak Grove side, or at least it affects your, you know, your emotions on the Oak Grove side. They basically play to a draw the rest of the way, but Brandon wins it by 18. I think it was 38 to 20, I think was the final. How about that? How about Coach Sam Williams pulling some strings to start a ball game? Hey, y'all are loaded with D1s. We're going to try something. Not playing it straight up. <laughs> Not to say they didn't play it, you know, straight up, you know, the rest of the way. But yeah, we got to try some things. Get an early advantage. You pull it off. Congrats. My only question is, did Jake Wimberly, the broadcaster, know that the flea flicker was coming early in the game? Was he tipped off to that? Did he know? I would like to know. Jake, wherever you are, hit me up. And let me know. G in Florence. What up, G? He said, hey, Matt. He said, I appreciate your show. Hope you have a great day. Signed off with Romans 15, verse 4. For whatever things are written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Boy, do they ever uh, give hope, especially at a time when it seems to be hopeless. Uh, that's where hope can be found. So that's Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Thanks for sharing that, G. Glad you're doing well. and appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we're talking about Arkansas a little bit ago. We'll hear some more here uh, from Arnett and Pittman. Again, you know, feel free to label this as, well, you know, Matt's a state guy, and they're playing Arkansas this weekend, so now he's already – Going ahead and laying the groundwork for State to lose, making excuses, going to tell us all week how good Arkansas is. Well, you can say that. I'm not really doing that. I'm just looking at it for what it is, and the fact is they've been competitive. They, um, they obviously, as a team overall, aren't quite on the level of these top 25 teams we have in the league right now. LSU and Ole Miss and, Arcan- uh, and Alabama. Georgia at the top, they're in a different level than the rest of them. 
But I think anyway. But Arkansas is not quite there yet. They did, you know, bring in a lot of transfers. They also changed their offense. We talked about this in the preseason, how when you listened to K.J. Jefferson in the preseason, SEC media days, also the coaches, it sounded, with, with Dan Enos coming in on the heels of Kendall Bryles, it sounded a whole lot like the transition that Dak Prescott went through from his junior year to his senior year, from 14 to 15. From 14 to 15, Dak was a different type of player. Dak was different in 14. He was like, it was like trying to tackle a running back. He was a 100-yard-a-game rusher now and throwing that play-action stuff. And then 15, he's living in the pocket, throwing four wides, and it really coached him up. He's throwing it all over the field, ran it a good bit less. What do you have? What I say, we looked it up one time. What do you have, 50 or 60 fewer rushing attempts in 15 than he did in 14? Anyway, it's, it looked just like the transition that they did with Dak. They're going to try to do that with KJ from last year to this. They even said as much, play from the pocket, take less hits, throw it more, run it less, stay healthy. And early on, they didn't look that great at times. But you look, I mean, even the loss at home to BYU, they scored 31 points. They put up 31 on the road in Baton Rouge in a three-point loss in Tiger Stadium. They put up 20 on the road at Ole Miss, but hold that Ole Miss offense on defense, hold them to 27, then go into Tuscaloosa and come up three points short this past week. They have been competitive in all their games. And Jason was pointing out, Jason and Flagstaff, that the A&M game for them, they lost that one by 12, 34-22. The A&M game looked worse than it was. Said He calls them Pig U. Played right with them after half, just a bit slow out of the gate. He does not. He's not expecting a close game in Arkansas this weekend. State's had an open date, two weeks to get ready for it. Who knows, you go on the road. Even if Will plays, he probably ain't 100%. We'll see. We don't know. It could be Mike Wright the whole way, which totally changes things. Who knows if you're going to have Woody or not here in this road game. I don't know. But they're pretty healthy. They've lost five in a row. They haven't had a home game in over a month since September 16th. They will have a good crowd. And and it's a pretty good team, even though the record doesn't show that. That's just the reality. It's actually a pretty good team. And I guess, you know, in this matchup, too. So this is a tough task for uh, State this weekend. Norman says, Matt, you are correct. Arkansas is the better team, but they uh, but get ready for 4-8 and eight if State can't pull it off against Arkansas. Here's hoping to find lightning in a bottle on Saturday. Hashtag Hail State. This is from Double Hot Coffee Norman. <laughs> Double Hot. Heated up on the stove hot. Mmm. Coffee Norman, get you some of this coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Just a little bit ago, my lovely wife brought me two gifts here to the studio. She said she might try to come be on the show, but she's busy doing other stuff. She brought me two gifts. This package of my favorite flavor of M&M's. They are the peanut butter M&M's. Come in a red package. But they were given to me in a mug, a new coffee mug that I'm going to wash and start using. You see it there on the live stream. It's a peanut's. Well, you know, Peanuts cartoon, Charlie Brown? It's Charlie Brown playing around in the leaves. On the other side is Snoopy. I love the Peanuts gang. 
Well, that, those peanut butter M&Ms with a swig of hot coffee from High Point Roasters and highpointroasters.com is the real deal. You need to try that. Try that combo, would you? Res Dog texts the show and said, KJ is going to set Arkansas passing records on Saturday. Well, I know this, Res Dog. I don't know what records he's up for, but he'll have a chance to set some. <laughs> hate to say it. I was texting with a buddy of mine during the Arkansas-Alabama game on Saturday. He's an Arkansas fan. And my response to him and part of my, you know, our Q&A back and forth was, KJ Jefferson is going to throw for 400-plus yards in this ballgame on Saturday. And, you know, and probably what will happen, win or lose, let's say State figures out a way to win a high-scoring game. Or let's say Arkansas wins a high-scoring game. Either way, Arkansas is going to throw for a bunch of yards. It's going to happen. And afterwards, they will talk about the, the maturation of the offense under Dan Enos and how far it has come and how this is kind of what they've been trying to get at and finally have a home game and all that. And then you'll be like, yeah, but. Jaden Daniels, 88% completions. Spencer Rattler, 90% completions and a whole bunch of yards. Jalen Milrow threw for 83% completions against State. And then the third-string kid for Western Michigan went for 77% and 1,000 yards. <laughs> I mean, so you got to get better. There ain't no, it's nowhere to go but up. So State's pass defense has got to be better. Maybe they will be, too, after a couple of weeks to prepare for this opponent. They better be better. I do know that much. All right, speaking of, Zach Arnett, about Mike Wright playing quarterback, playing more of it this week. Here he is from yesterday. Oh, I think I, mean, I think there's things we do with Mike in there at quarterback that are structured more for him. And so when he's in there, we're going to play to play to our, the strengths of our personnel that's in there. And so... I think it's going to look would look very similar to when he's in there any other time. Yeah. In other words, I'm not answering that question. On whether or not Will's healthy, I'll hold that close to my vest. Whether or not Woody's healthy, holding that. Hey, Coach, what about how, how much Mike Wright going to play? Not answering that one either. It'll look the same as when he's played before. <laughs> so Zach's playing the game, and he, he's doing what he should do uh, in that regard as, as to how he answers those questions. Here's Sam Pittman, the Arkansas coach, talking about Zach Arnett, first-year head coach, State. I think he's done a really good job. Uh, he's been he's been hit with injuries now. I mean, he, he has, and uh, you know he's tried to take him to a new offense, and and uh, obviously he's still working with the defense. But he was calling it before. It's just I'm sure it's a little bit different. There's a lot of similarities in what they're doing now and what they did last year defensively, but. Um, I have a lot of respect for him and uh, uh, had a lot of respect for him when he was a D coordinator. I do think, you know, if they'll stay with him and and uh, that he'll bring a tough, that's what they're going to bring in here, a tough physical team. Uh, but I think a lot of his, you know, I don't think they've had problems, but a lot of their situation has come from injuries, you know, and they've some of their best players have been out. Here is Sam Pittman 
on State's offense. Well, they, you know, they, they always have a great running back. They have, they have three they play, but uh, Marks, Marks is uh, – He's a, he's a really good player. Now, he's been beat up a little bit, too, but the bye week probably came at a good time for Mississippi State. Um, but they want to run the stretch. They want to run a little counter. They want to run inside zone. They they are um, – um, uh, they're very similar to us, to be honest with you, offensively, with uh, Will back there. If you would think back then of um, when we had Malik Hornsby and that type of offense, roll out, read, running quarterback, fills, leads, um, that would be wh- where they're at now. But I, no, they're, they're not air raid by any stretch. It's interesting, right? <laughs> I mean, this is opposing coach looking at the film. They aren't air raid by any stretch. <laughs> so this idea of, well, we're just going to modify the air raid. Okay, a little bit here. We're still going to have air raid. It's going to be air raid. Air raid QB, air raid receivers, air raid linemen. We're still going to have a little bit of that. We're just going to modify it and do something different, kind of slowly make our way toward, well, okay, not according to the film <laughs> and the opposing coach. In his words, not mine. Not by any stretch are they still the air raid. Recent history, states won a bunch of them. Let's see here. Recent history, state has won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the last ten. Coming into this one this year, states won seven of the last ten matchups against Arkansas. Prior to that, Arkansas dominated that thing for a long time. A long time. When I was in college, I'm talking about our teams that we were like the number one defense in the country for a bunch of years, several years in a row under Coach Joe Lee. We won the West one year in 98. We had seven wins one year, eight or nine. Then we had ten wins back to back to back like that. And we only beat Arkansas once. We, we were beating teams like Alabama three out of four, beat Auburn three out of the four years we played them, beat Ole Miss three out of the four years we played them. We beat Arkansas once. They used to have our number. But State has won seven in the last ten. 2012, in Starkville, State wins 45-14. to 14. Tyler Russell had a big day throwing the ball. The next year, 2013, win in Little Rock. Dak was hurt. Tyler was hurt. Damian Williams had to run it in. Remember? It's two in a row. 2014, Dak beat him 17 to 10, three in a row. 2015 was an incredible game, freezing cold at night. State won it 51 to 50 and blocked a field goal at the end of the game. That was that was four wins in a row in that stretch against Arkansas for Dan Mullen. 16, 2016 team. Uh, lost to Arkansas at home in Starkville, 58-42. And then State went on another winning streak. 2017, beat them in Fayetteville, 28-21. 2018, beat them in Starkville, 52-6. I'd forgotten about that. 2019, in Fayetteville, beat them 54-24. Then Arkansas won two in a row. 2020, 
That was Coach Leach's first year, second game of the year, 21-14 Arkansas. 2021 in Fayetteville was a heck of a ball game. Remember the controversial call for Arkansas at the end? They won it 31-28. And then, of course, last year, um, 2022, it was a blowout. State just whipped Arkansas from the opening whistle, 40-17. to um, State's had the advantage in the series here lately. They sure have. All right, more? Yeah, more. Who else? All right, so you got Ole Miss and uh, Auburn playing each other this weekend. Ole Miss's opponent is coached by their former head coach, Hugh Freeze, who he and his bunch got whipped by LSU this past weekend. I'm talking about whipped by LSU and Baton Rouge. There are others who have been whipped by LSU this year. <laughs> who? Never mind. Uh, regardless, listen to this question. He was getting this long question about offensive numbers and how, you know, is he wanting his, ultimately his Auburn offense to look like the Ole Miss offense and all yeah, this. You said several times you're, you're here because you like tempo and your RPO. When you get this roster fully realized, two years, three years, whenever, is that what Auburn's going to be? Absolutely. You're going to be like Ole Miss is now? I hope. <laughs> I like those stats I see from them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're trying to do what they're doing. Well, you better back up the truck and get yourself some people in the transfer portal because right now Auburn does not have them. They cannot throw the football. You hear me? Can't throw it. Period. The end. Can't do it. All right, here is Hugh Freeze going on a little more about the Ole Miss offense. Yeah, they, um, they're similar. They go faster than LSU. I mean, LSU's not tempo all the time. I mean, uh, Lane and and, and uh, Charlie are, you know, they want to go fast all the time, and that's hard to prepare for for sure. They do a few more things in the uh, run game than LSU and probably in the pass game too. But, um, you know, their quarterback's playing at a high level. I think it's only turned it over, I don't know, two times. Um Talented receivers, great running backs, O-line's really solid. Um, I hadn't watched uh, too much of their defense yet. I'll do that this afternoon, but um, I know my guys said they're playing extremely hard on defense for sure and, and obviously are stopping people for the most part. So I think you got a complete team and, uh, you know, give credit to the job, you know, Lane's done there and, and um, when he took over and has built it back into uh, – a competitive top 25 program. All right, what about Auburn's passing offense? Let me give you an, let me give you an example, okay? Okay, this is this is in terms of yards um, which is going to correlate to therefore in yards per game for the most part even though the number of games per SEC team is a little different. Some teams have played 6, some have played 7, some have even Vandy's already played 8 games. Georgia is the number one passing team in the SEC right now. Through seven games, they've thrown for a little over 2,350 yards, and they are at 337 passing a game. LSU is right behind them at 335 a game. That's one and two in the SEC in passing, Georgia and LSU. Ole Miss passing offense is number five, for example. State is number nine in the SEC. Give an example. Like, so you think about 
State, they've thrown 11 touchdowns. They've thrown four interceptions. State is throwing it for 222 yards a game, good enough for ninth in the SEC. Okay, so you kind of see how this shapes. The number one team is at 337. State is ninth in the league at 222 a game. Auburn has played the same number of games as State and Ole Miss. And as a football team, have not thrown for 1,000 yards yet. They are dead last in the SEC in passing. They average now 155 passing yards a ball game. 155. They are the only... Get this. Here's another one. Auburn's the only SEC team that has single-digit passing touchdowns. They have six. <laughs> they have four fewer than the next to last team in the SEC in terms of passing touchdowns. I, You know, that's hard to even figure out. Like, I know transition and coach this and that, and recruiting and transfer portal and everything else, but it's like, how? How? And people go, well... People argue, well, John Cohen left state and went to Auburn because Auburn's already got the NIL money piled up, millions and millions. Well, what are they spending it on? (laughs) They need to reevaluate the allocation or something because, good night, that's terrible. All right. Georgia has thrown for 1,500 yards more than Auburn. Same number of games. It's ridiculous. All right. Rolling along, hour two of the show. I'm Matt in the Bureau, Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. From the amazing hits. That one is huge. To all the amazing plays. Matt Wyatt has got it all for you. Just listen to that. Well, well, well. Look what we have here. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team. More of your comments coming up on the Country Pleasing text line and on the Murray West live thread right now. We welcome in homecoming queen. Howdy. Hey, my earring is messed up on the oh, headphones. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean it's messed well, up? Well, you don't have earrings, so but you don't wear the headphones. Yeah, I put in the earbuds. Yeah, that's what I need. So is it hurting? Is that I'm okay. Hey Beaver. Okay. All right. Hey Annabeth. How are you? I'm good. How you doing over there? I'm okay. I just um, stopped in to say hello. Uh, Beaver, as you have experienced here recently, Anna Beth has a knack for keying in on something that somebody likes and then bringing it to them or surprising them with it. She did that to you last week, a couple times. Okay. Well, let me say again, if I've never said this before, hey, Matt White, get out of my head. (laughs) Because I was literally, before you even started that, I was going to say, Matt, I don't know if you passed on the message. He did. Okay. He but, did. So now that you're here, I wanted to say thank you. Well, now thank you again. Beaver, you're welcome. I should have gotten y'all more. I didn't prepare. And I was I was down a car in Vicksburg mm-hmm. when Matt drove over to you and Jackson. And then my dad's car is 
was it messed up, Matt? The Tahoe? Yeah. Anyway, the car situation kind of left me without a car. I really wanted to go and get y'all some more happies and have it sent over, but <laughs> I did my best. So I'm glad you had a treat, a small treat. Well, what we have learned here is that any treat, regardless of how small, is a real treat for Beaver while at work. Oh. Because he sent me a picture of what the other kind of stuff that goes on. Oh. It's a, I was some of this flea flicker play that brandon began the game with against oak grove the other night brandon beat oak grove they started the game with a flea flicker easy for me to say that went 70 yards for a touchdown and i said i wonder if jake knew it was coming since he's the broadcaster Mm. for i wonder if they'd given him a heads up that's going that we're going to do that early in the game i just don't know well beaver sends me a picture it says here's where jake drew the play up in the studio yesterday afternoon and here's a picture of a dinosaur that I drew next to it. <laughs> and Beaver, I don't, I I don't see any little Debbies in that picture. <laughs> and Beaver, I, the, your picture of a dinosaur looks more like Barney the dinosaur than anything else. <laughs> was this a serious play diagram that Jake was doing, or was he just sort of doodling? What yeah. Was at the end, uh, just after the show yesterday, because the Pearl Brandon, you know, trash talk had started on the text line <laughs> late it, late yesterday, <laughs> and just after the show, Jake started telling me about this play that Coach Williams had drawn up, and that's what led Jake to, yeah, he was he was wanting to explain to me the play, and he drew the whole thing up. Okay, well there it is. All right, he did a pretty good job. Looks like to me did a pretty good job. Flea flicker, there it is. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Good, good artwork. Hey, and look, we were at the Warren Central Vicksburg game of the night, and oh yeah, our brother-in-law, my former teammate Rob Morgan, he's the offensive coordinator at uh, Warren Central. He called the hook and lateral play oh, yeah. at one point, and I want to. I think it was. I think it was on the drive late in the fourth quarter. It, I think it was that they went and kicked the game-winning field goal where. Nash Morgan, a ninth-grade quarterback, throws and completes a curl route. The receiver catches it and immediately pitches it to a guy who's coming up the field, catches it and hits the sidelines, and it worked really well. Speaking of, at the Warren Central versus Vicksburg rivalry game, it was a heck of a game, 19-18. to Warren Central won it with a field goal late in the fourth quarter. Uh, you got to see somebody you hadn't seen in a long time there, didn't you? I, I did. We got to see um, Michael Myers. Michael played for Vicksburg High School. He was um, – kind of just a part of our family in, um, in Vicksburg. And he went on to play for Dallas and got to see him. He and his wife were back in Vicksburg. He was inducted into the, I think it was Warren County Sports Hall of Fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to see him. That was really, really fun. Yeah. He um, He's a great guy, had a lot of success. And it's just such a, um, just such a good one. And his wife, Brandy, is so sweet. So, and they live in Dallas, so it was good that um, we happened to be there that weekend and got to see him. And yeah, he's just, he's looks like he could go out and play right now. Doesn't he, he really does. He's in. He, he really does. He is just in great shape and looked like he could run out and, and play. So that was fun. Um, Will on the Murray West live thread, he's on YouTube, said Michael Myers. It's not even Halloween yet, isn't it? Well, listen, everybody, we all started making a joke. We're like, yeah, it's Friday 13th. It we're, was. We're getting to see Michael Myers. So that was mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun. All these little boys were running up to him and 
Trace, our, our nephew, was like, hey, did you really play for Dallas? And they're like, do you still play? And yeah. so that was fun. Yeah. And it was good football weather Friday night oh, down there. Wonderful. It's fall. It it's fall, Matt. Yeah, and Big Winky. Big Winky. Serving hot dogs. It was a good hot dog. <laughs> it was much better than those Davis Wade press box hot dogs we get at halftime. That's kind of you, you need to send someone down to get you a country pleasing <laughs> from the sausage dog from the concession stand. Uh huh. That's what I think you need to do. Surely no you can get that arranged. Matt. Well, in a few weeks we host Kentucky, and during that game they're going to honor the '98 team, our '98 team. Oh yeah, that's right. And that usually when they do that every so often, you get to I will go down. from the booth down to the field and back up. Maybe so you can stop by. Yeah. And get, I'll get you one. Well, there ain't no maybe. I think I just will do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it was fun. Hope everybody. We're going to have good weather this week for high school football. And and yeah, so uh, Brandon beats Oak Grove. Pearl beat Pedal. I think it was. They beat somebody like a drum, and so now you get Brandon Pearl this week. Where's the game, Beaver? Is it at Brandon or at Pearl? Pearl. Pearl's going to host it. Hey, and wow. Tupelo won. Tupelo beat the Tar out of Germantown on Thursday night, and that's a week after Germantown beat Starkville. Yeah, which I, I was surprised about that. Well, I don't know that I was surprised Tupelo won. I was just surprised no, by not the margin. About, I'm not talking about Tupelo yeah. winning. Oh, that, that Germantown thought, beat Starville. Yeah, isn't yeah. Starville right? I mean, well, they're really good. Yeah, loaded with D ones and everything. And that was a huge win for Germantown. Okay. Okay. With a few minutes left in this segment of the radio show, in which we have both Beaver and Annabeth here at once, we all enjoy the show, The Office. Oh. And huh? so there was something that I texted to Beaver earlier today that I think um, bears discussing here on the show. Okay. It is a graphic. It says the worst of the worst, meaning the worst characters on The Office. Oh. It is a graphic with nine different characters from The Office. Worst of the worst. And worst they the are, worst. in no particular order, Brian, the sound guy, who hit on Pam late oh, in the show. Oh, that was really dramatic. Yeah. Nellie. Nellie, yeah. He the boss. Take her, leave her. Yeah. Kathy, who tried to, she was coming on to Jim at oh, the, yeah, yeah. when they were in Florida at the convention. Yeah. Jim's brothers. Yeah. Some guy named Frank, who I remember the face, but. Frank? It, yeah. Beaver's, Frank Beaver? Frank? He was the one who painted over Pam's mural. Oh. And so her and Dwight painted on his truck. Yes. And Frank. then he tried to come at Pam, like go after and yeah. hit her. I forgot about Frank. Aaron's brother. I have no recollection whatsoever of Aaron's brother on this show. Um, no. Okay, season eight and nine, Andy. That'd be the last two seasons. It has a picture of him here with longer hair. They said he was the worst? Season eight and nine, Andy. No. It had D'Angelo. Yeah, Will Ferrell. <laughs> D'Angelo Vickers. That was funny. And then season one, Michael. What? Season one, Michael, which was a little different. Okay. You can never put Michael on the bad list for The Office. Okay, Come so on. I'm going to bounce this off you, Annabeth. Is there anybody in terms of worst of the worst characters that ought to be on this list that isn't? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'll have to think about it. Yeah. I would say I thought Will Ferrell, I did not really like him in that role. Mm. And I'm a big Will Ferrell fan, but I did not like him mm. on, on The Office. Um, I think they were trying too hard. I never liked Todd Packer. Oh, yeah. Just in terms of, 
I didn't even think he was funny. Yeah. Beaver, what do you think? Who's who should be on the list that isn't? Michael's nephew, Luke, who interned for that oh, episode. Oh yeah, he was a jerk. He was a jerk. He was a jerk. And and listen, our friend Russ oh, yeah. just commented on the Murray West live thread. Charles Minor. I totally agree. Oh yeah, Charles. Yeah. I didn't I mean Boo. As great an actor as that guy is. He is good. He it didn't, didn't fit. He didn't fit. It didn't fit the role. What do you think, Beaver? Yes, no, I loathed Charles Minor. He was so rude to Michael. <laughs> so mean. But Never Beaver Beaver, he did not like Jim, so that you probably liked that about him. Uh, uh. No, I still didn't like him. That's back <laughs> when I was under the de under the oh, delusion yeah. that Jim was a good person. Okay. That he wasn't the enemy of the whole show. <laughs> Matt, you never got to my message I sent you about this. Well, I got, yeah, not I got all to analyzing this at, like Matt Wyatt would analyze quarterback play. Mm -hmm. I, think I what came I'm, to a whole new conclusion we've never discussed. Well, I think what I'm going to do is during the commercial break, I'm going to figure out a way to maybe play that message. Oh, or, uh, is it least, an audio message? Well, but I don't think I have time. I'll at least, we'll just we'll discuss it. Beaver can discuss it. Sit amongst yourselves. It's a pretty deep discuss thought. Discuss it. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Coffee talk. That's it. <clears throat> All right. Rolling along with you. We've got a little bit of time left here. We come back on this Tuesday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. Back with you, I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. A little bit of time left. A uh, couple things before I, I bring it back here into the home studio. Something I found in here I want to talk to Anna Beth about. Of course, you had Cowboys on Monday Night Football last night. And uh, they got the win. Final and score. And breaking news, Matt stayed awake <laughs> for the game. Breaking news. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you. Now, I did have to stand up. What was the final score? Sorry. 20 to 17 was the final score. And, yeah, it was getting late, and I did have to stand up in front of the TV because otherwise I'd be out. Yeah, sometimes Matt just stands to watch television because if he sits, he's... I'm sleeping. <laughs> Can't help it. He's out. Uh, Dak had a good game. He goes for 70%, 270, and a touch. He was the team's leading rusher with uh, 40 yards and seven carries and a touchdown. He had a good ball game. They win the game 20-17 to 17 just because, I'm going to be honest with you, if, if Justin Herbert hits a couple of throws there that were wide open, then they probably win the game. Dak, you know, he goes 70%. He made a couple of really nice throws that didn't get caught. And then he had an open guy for a touchdown, kind of missed him. So everything was a little hit or miss last night in the game. But they're 4 and 2, and here we go. And so that was last night. Annie, I found something here. 
I don't know if I found it or you found it, but it was sitting on my desk. I might have found it and left it out for myself. I I do those kinds of things. What is it? I'm not to the point of having to leave notes for myself around the house yet, but I may have found it and left it for myself. It's a card. It is an old gift card. To? Walmart gift card. And it says $50. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, we got a $50 Walmart gift card. Now, it is also noted in your handwriting on the front of it. It says $10, which I'm assuming means there's $10 left. And the date was August the 31st, 2017. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so my question is. I don't know. I have two questions about this. One, I want to find out if there's actually $10 left. Well, you know how I feel. How you feel? About Walmart, so I'm not going. <clears throat> Don't like going to Walmart. Mm-mm. The other thing is, if there is $10 You can left, go ahead and go check it out. What your, should I spend this Buy on? yourself some candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> some buy candy yourself corn. some candy corn. Beaver had a suggestion. Beaver. A pumpkin. Tell her what you think I ought to spend the $10 on. $10 will get you two big boxes of Little Debbie. Yeah, it will. And Walmart usually has those huge boxes. Yeah. Like a Star Crunch as big as a Frisbee. That's what I yeah. want. Well, I, I want a Star Crunch that I have to hold with two hands. You go on today and live it up. <laughs> live on the edge and just throw all, what is it, to the wind? What do you say? Caution. All, yeah, uh, and just spend that $10. $10. I could get lots of Big League Chew, different flavors. Yeah. I could get some country please well, and sausage, but you already got me some. I got you two today. Original and jalapeno mm-hmm. cheddar. Bring it. It okay, so it's fall. So I'm looking at my phone and it's let's see. When it's fall, we love the changing colors, pumpkin everything, delicious desserts. Maybe you should just get some kind of dessert. Yeah. Or or cooler weather. This says better fashion in the fall. For who? Well, look at you. You're, you're wearing your <laughs> flannel. Yes, fire yes. Fire pits. Maybe get some marshmallows. Tell the truth, Annie. I fire. will wear this shirt every to day. the point that you will say, Matt, take that off. Beaver. Put on a different shirt, please. He will wear it every day. <laughs> um, this mug over here that you brought me. So my cute. brand new Peanuts Charlie Brown and Snoopy fall mug. So did, and did you, did you notice that... The Peanuts mug had peanut butter, peanut yes, M&Ms okay. in it. Now I'm getting it. Now I get it. Now You're I mentioned so the peanut slow. butter m and <laughs> I just mentioned the peanut, but I didn't realize there was the a... Peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> what I could do is get the other one you were talking about. The other Peanuts mug. The Snoopy? Snoopy kicking a football. Well, I didn't get it because I don't ever remember Snoopy kicking the football. Yeah. Brandon on the uh, Brandon on the Country Pleasing text line has some shopping advice for us. And um, maybe good advice. He says Target is where all the hotties are on Saturday. Is this a joke? He he said Target is where all the hotties are, man, on a Saturday. Whew. (laughs) Okay. Well, Matt, you go find yourself a Target. We don't have one. And go and see some hotties. Thank you. Um, Who's that? Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. On the country, please, in Texas. Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it, Brandon. Brandon, Matt's married. Well, yeah, and Brandon, here's the thing about it. Whether you're married or not, buddy, let me just tell you. You go to Target looking for the hotties. But let me just promise you, the hotties are not there looking for you. 
They are absolutely not. They are there looking. For, what do they go to Target for? Well, just a little bit of everything. <laughs> they are there spending their discretionary income, okay, on a little bit of everything. They ain't looking for you there, I promise. The hotties are at Target. That's a new one. The hotties are at Target. Although, hey, okay, so there's a Target beaver that used to be in Jackson there across from the Drury Inn on the other end of County Line Road. Is it still there? As far as yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's still there. Okay. I went ninety nine percent on that. I went in that target one time, Annie. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you when it was. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I was by myself. I spent the night before in that Drury Inn. Oh yeah, yeah. Two thousand seven, the opening college football weekend. I was calling the game on television with Bob Neal in New Orleans, in the Superdome, Tulane versus Mississippi State. Is this, this when was, you took the wrong pants? This was the trip when my mm. suit didn't fit. It was bad. He took the wrong suit pants. No, well, no, the, they, wrong the cleaners messed it up. Yeah, that's right. And I, I didn't realize it until it was game day. I woke up in the hotel at the Drury Inn. I go to put the, the suit they on. Had the pants were, they had they altered it. They had altered it. If the pants wouldn't get on, thinking, like, what am I going to do? They, they were too tight. I I fashioned them on anyway and thought, but I'm going to take a chance. I'm going in to that Target. And I went in there looking, no pants my size, none whatsoever. Well, Matt, your shoe size and your pants size can't <laughs> find at a normal store. That's it's true. Ever. That's true. Yeah, that was a deal where I had packed my suit up. That week I had told them, hey. You could have worn some joggers. At one time I had pants. a 34 in the waist on those pants. Well, I had gained a little weight. This was 2007. I took it to the cleaners that week. I said, I need it let out two inches to a 36. All right, okay. I think they took it up to like a 32. So it's a 34. Instead of letting it out two inches, they took it up yeah, it two bad. inches. Well, I picked the suit up on Friday, went and called a high school game on Friday night, threw it in the car, drive to Jackson, stay in a hotel, don't even think about the suit till it's time to put it on the next morning. Bad. Pulled it up. I could barely even pull those pants. I remember in. you calling me. You, you were trying to... Use a, you had to use a safety pin or something, remember, to kind of... I tried that, and basically they were just unzipped and unbuttoned, and I just pulled my belt across them and left my shirt untucked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did the whole game with pants that would not button. Oh, there you go. Two sizes, too little. Good, good times. The advice there was, when you pick something up from the cleaners, try it on before you just assume that it's going to fit. You know, check it out. Yeah. Be specific. White Denzel texts the show. He says, Target is just an upscaled Walmart. I agree with that. He says, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the better ones I've heard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I kind of lean toward Walgreens. In and out. Oh, Walgreens is great. Yeah, it, everything costs a little bit too much, but you're just in and out. Hey, but get this, Beaver. Our Walgreens that we go to in Tupelo, the drive through is broken. Broken on beaver. the pharmacy at the pharmacy. So like. So now I'm anxious when I go in because everybody <laughs> in there is sick. At least when you're sick, you're in the drive-through. Man, I was in there last week, standing in line to get back to the pharmacy, and there was a woman there who had her little boy, like he was about three years old. And you talk about rambunctious, and she was trying her best to stand in that line at the you know for, at the pharmacy for her meds, and she couldn't hold it. No. The kid just kept taking off and like. He's talking to everybody. He's running around, and she kept saying, "Let's go back." Don't you wish you had that energy? And three or f and people were really nice. Three or four times, she would have to leave to go run him down in some other part of the store, 
and she would come back and everybody would let her back in line in the, in the spot she was in. I think everyone sort of felt sorry for her. Well, it looks like it's one fifty-two. What time does this show end? Oh, I don't know. Right about now. Yeah. See, you just had a Chris Brooks moment. He used to look at Beaver and go, Beaver, how much time we got left? Yeah, well, I'm wondering the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost over in the books. Uh, tomorrow being Wednesday, we'll turn the page, look ahead to the games uh, coming up this weekend, uh, which, you know, again, it'll be about time to do that. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be interested in the Ole Miss game. Ole Miss Auburn. Oh, freeze. Yeah. I, you know, and last weekend, going into it, I was like, oh, it's kind of the games this weekend are kind of whatever. Not that interesting. Well, it turned out to be entertaining. It might have just been entertaining because uh, it was a weekend where I had a chance to watch them. But this week, get stated at Arkansas, Tennessee, and Alabama. The third weekend in October, Tennessee and Alabama always play each other. Really? Or have. Will that continue? I don't know. I, I don't know if they're continuing that every year. Or not. I don't the, think so. All the mix-up of SEC stuff. Yeah, I think they're... I think that's not going to be in every... How about uh, LSU is hosting Army this weekend? Oh, really? Yeah. So, and then Auburn's hosting Ole Miss, but, I mean, if you're Auburn and you can't throw it, how in the world are you going to outscore Ole Miss? I mean, even if it's an ugly game. I know famous last words and all, but still. Don't jinx Ole Miss. It should be a game that they should win pretty easily. All right, Annie, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Bye, Beaver. Bye, Annabeth. Stay classy. San Diego. (laughs) And we'll see you all back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. See you then.